All right, everyone, welcome to the receding money line for another week. You are here with the Batman and Robin of sports gambling. You got Stevie Money Latin Mac and Pat Make Your Money Grow. And what a U.S. Open betting for the boys. I think all three of us, including Adam from last week, had Fitzpatrick and had Willie Z as a backup for winners. Um, so nobody's complaining about that. Um, we had Golden State winning the finals, which Uncle John and Yours truly predicted correctly. And finally, the Bolts have woken up. So we may have a series here. Pat, I only have one question, uh, which is, did you have too many bets to keep track of at the US Open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The short answer is yes. Also, I was on a plane and uh, for the final round, and uh, the Wi-Fi worked, but you couldn't, like, open up any of the app. Like, you couldn't even get into the app. So I could not remember what... I bet on and um, like I lost all. I did not have Fitzpatrick. Um, you, you mentioned him on the podcast, but I guess well, you didn't actually bet on him. I bet on a lot of people and he was not one. Uh, I put down 20 bets, top tens, outright winners, first round. And I won two of them. I won uh, Morikawa and Zalatoris top ten. Okay. Uh, but it was it was tough. It was it was tough sledding, and also I was on like on the plane. The feed kept like cutting in and out. It's so live television, right? It was tough. Yeah, it was not. It was not great. So, uh, but there were like you flying back from San Diego from this wedding. And there's a lot of just like golf bros on those flights and like people in quarter zips. Yeah, and you. Like walking back from the bathroom or walking to the bathroom, you'd be like, I bet that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, and that guy are watching the US Open. And you, you could get it 100% accurate every <laughs> single time. Then you're walking back from the bathroom where you can see the, the TVs, mm-hmm. you know, because we were like towards the front of the plane, no big deal. And it's like, oh, yep, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, all watching the US Open. Uh, but it was fun. I mean, the golf was amazing. Uh, the country club in Boston looked looked really good. I think uh, the response from the golf golfers and golf community in general was super positive. And I think it was just what golf needed it amidst all this live turmoil was a really good tournament where guys are just playing to win and not playing to make 4 million bucks in a, you know, crappy field, like just playing to win and the duel down the stretch between Scheffler, Zal Torres, and Fitzpatrick was was really fun to watch. So overall, really good weekend. But I, again, I, I was at a wedding and I c- couldn't watch nearly as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I was uh, I was hanging out with my dad and you know the rest of my family too. So you know, I I we actually had some numbers of people that wanted to watch the golf tournament. So I was very excited about that. Nice. Um, I had a and little golf I heard, wait, hold on. I had I heard an you- eagle. On a really? par five, yes, really, yes. Wind assisted, but like it's like a sprint. Like if you, you know, if there was too yeah, much wind that, on the no, back, it counts. Eagles it still counts. Count. I still made the putt. Um, still hit my second shot over the water to the green. So I will count that. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Was that your first eagle ever? No, I've got some. I've had some eagles before. Nice. Like two um, more. And you were down in Rehoboth Beach. I was. I was. Which is, uh, uh, which is a delightful. delightful I heard place. you pushed Joe Biden off of his bicycle. 
Is that true? I, I may. I, I did not do that. I did see him right before um, I was on the other. I literally was biking on that trail. Um, and he, they, you know, he goes through and obviously he doesn't bike alone. He bikes with, you know, yeah. 20 other uh, very badass uh security uh, they like keep everybody off like do they go in front of him how did that work yeah so so there's people in front of him there's people all along the trail i mean this is a huge state park like it's probably like it's a great place to ride your bike but i can imagine it's like a terrifying event for the secret service like it is a marsh area like full it's just like wooded area that you bike through um like for three miles um you know a lot of like cool birds to see uh mm. so like he comes in and then he's got you know there's those like uh these like atvs filled with four you know secret service guys oh, really loaded up there you know there's and there's guys like right biking right in front of him and after um and it was funny i noticed he had those like uh they're not clips so he had he had these like things over his feet and I, like, I remember seeing oh, him like, like the cages. Yeah. But they're like loose. They're like rope, which is right. like probably the worst setup that exists. Right. And right. I, he rode past us and like, you know, people said a lot, you know, I said, hello, you know, I don't, you know, he was like 10 feet from me. Right. The president, I've right. never seen that before. Um, and, and uh, I was like, those are like, those are disaster waiting to happen. That's and, so uh, funny. And then we were like, we got home like after the bike ride. And then all the news, like we blowing like, up. We posted the photos that we had of him, and then we're like, we, all this news of him falling, and we're like, oh man, that that's uh, it's that's your fault. Crazy. You could have stopped it. You could have been like, Mr. President, those baskets, those things over your feet, that is a problem. You need to, you need <laughs> to not use those. Yeah, I, should, I, I, I kind of like. My mom definitely froze. Like she like was up there and like like almost tried to talk to him, but like, didn't know what to say. Yeah. And, like froze up. So we were giving her, we were razzing her a little bit, um, but nice. she could have also mentioned it. Yeah. That, well, as a fellow, um, falling off a uh, bike at a stop survivor, me, uh, I did break my arm. I don't think he broke anything, but I broke my arm. So I don't know what that says about me versus uh, <laughs> 80 year old Biden. Uh, I think it I can happen to it. anyone. I feel like I've heard so many stories. Of it people. is easy to fall off your bike in that manner. Yeah. It's, it seems like once you start, you can't, you can't, you can't stop. do like, anything. You can't no, stop. Like your foot is stuck in there and you're tipping over. Like you can't get your foot out. So how are you going to stop yourself? It's impossible. Yeah. So, and, and I think throwing it is your a bad arm, look though. It is a bad, it is a bad look though. Throwing your arm out is how you break it. Right. I'm assuming that's what you did. That's and that's what I did. But your other option is landing on your shoulder, and that's how you break your collarbone. So, I mean, so, he, he came out and unscathed, so. Yeah, he uh, in better shape than I am, apparently. Also in better shape than my balance and all of my sports betting apps. Uh, not, lasted, not, not a good they've, weekend. <laughs> they've lasted a long time, the balances. I don't know what – I don't remember what I did. I think I probably put like 200 bucks into Caesars and, and MGM, and – We'll just say I'm getting down to the getting down to the end of them. Um, I've got thirteen dollars in MGM, which I uh, that's after a five dollar bet tonight on um, on. I'll I'll get to it later, but Lightning first half, and I have fifteen dollars in my Caesars app. So nice, it's 
tough sledding over here. I was I was a little I was well I thought I don't remember at the Mike's bachelor party I I lost some money very quickly on because in Pennsylvania they have the blackjack on your phone oh, which is so a scam, funny. which is a scam um, that is I, brutal but I really I I'm like back in it now because like I said I had Fitzpatrick to win I had Rory top ten I had Phil to miss the cut um, I was hitting him left. And right, I should have weekend. bet that Phil to miss the cut. That that was a no brainer. I was well, I was listening to the podcast, and you wanted me to bet on Phil making the cut. Okay, so not a no brainer. <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm actually in a good shot. But I will say about the the U.S. Open, I really think that the course. I love the story of the course. Like I feel like the the country club could fit in with the Oakmonts. The pebble beaches oh, yeah that's the call Marians. that was the call like like that should be you know we should be going back there every 15 years um people want it every like like seven yeah it, it was it was a great course um and it's got that you know i mean the country club rolls off the tongue like it, it re- yeah. really does in brookline the country club in brookline yeah it's it's a good you know and and i think that it didn't it didn't hurt that they had an amazing um amazing first tournament uh, and so. I, I said, I forget exactly, but I said to you, will the winning score be better or worse than six? And it was, six. and it was six. And you said it will be better. So I am a much better bookmaker than I am a, uh, a better apparently. Um, no, but I agree. The course was great. The storylines were awesome. I mean, it was like a dream week for the USGA and I think the PJ tour, honestly, uh, because like Matt Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Amateur there, and then in 2013, I want to say, and then won the U.S. Open at the same course, which was the next uh, USJ event held there. It's just an awesome story. It yeah. really is. And his brother, who is like similar age, maybe like a year or two younger, was like, "Do you see him going nuts, absolute bonkers?" <laughs> that was fun. That was, that was fun. What, I got I got some other U.S. Open notes. Um, the braces on Fitzpatrick, great win. Yeah. Now that is not a good. You talk about bad looks. That's a bad look. Um, I kind of understand why the players are going to live now because maybe uh, that dental plan over there pays for Invisalign. Um, hmm. You don't have to go real deal braces metal. Come on. His teeth must have been really bad because <laughs> there are some teeth that Invisalign can't fix, and his must have been atrocious. I mean, his his. He's British. He is British. <laughs> so I think they have pretty bad. T- I think they're known for having bad teeth. All of our British listeners, um, just earmuffs. earmuffs. Yeah. But he's getting them fixed apparently. So there you go. Yeah. And then my other, my other favorite part of the last round was Grayson Murray, just breaking clubs. Oh, left and just right. hail marrying clubs. <laughs> throwing, throwing his putter just into the rough. Yeah, I don't need that anymore. Uh, he shot the plus 10 on the, on the last round. And he oh. basically did not come in, like, last place of the people who made the cuts. Like, someone even finished one shot worse than him. Right, um, right. He made, he made a cool 37 grand. Um, good so, note. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Hagestad, amateur extraordinaire who has played in the US Open, US Open several times. Or I think this was his third or fourth, fourth time. He made the cut for the first time. That's pretty cool. As an amateur, making the cut. He's like an amateur plus though, because he's really, really good. He's, been he's got like time. a so he he wins that like that weird amateur level, doesn't he? Mid am. 
the mid am. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a scam. Like that he's able. No, like, it's like it's like the am is for like D one college kids who hit the ball four hundred yards, three hundred fifty yards, and are like gonna go pro. And then the mid am is for like I don't know if it's an age cutoff or what. I th- yeah, I think it's an age thing or something. It's like for people who like have jobs and like can't you know play every day and aren't in college. Yeah. But he seems like he's good enough to go professional. Yeah, he, I don't know. Like, why isn't he trying to get on the web? Was it the web.com tour, the Q tour, whatever they Corn, Corn Ferry Tour. The Corn Ferry Tour. Like, I feel like he like he's good enough for that, but he's just like, oh, I'll just do this and get into the He's like a financial over. analyst and he's like a you know a, he went to co- college with Erica, right? I did not know that. Yeah, they went they went to USC together. He she Stuart Hagestad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he lives out there. Yeah. So ask her those questions. I don't know the answer. I have an insider. Yeah. I mean, he, he does that. He does that horrible thing with his putter, though, where he like holds it against his chest or like looks like he's holding it against his chest. They made that illegal. Um, well, he like you like keep it like an inch away. I don't like that. I don't like well, that at all. He's from SC. He learned those tricks, you know, from Pete Carroll, how to cheat. Yeah. How to get in, how to cheat. Yeah. It's all good. Um, <laughs> how to get into things on the little funky ways. You know? Yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about next? I have cricket or the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I, well, I mean, I know you don't want to talk about it, but I do want to talk about the Warriors win. And I'd actually, okay. I don't want Let's to talk, talk about, about the, NBA. the NBA. I've heard of it. I've You've heard, heard of it. it. So I don't really, I think what I, what I found more exciting than the actual series was the Warriors partying, partying antics the last couple of days. A um, couple highlights. Uh, Steph's wife pretended that the MVP trophy was a dick in a photo. Oh, you know that always that, plays. That always plays. Um, Steve Kerr to- officially told reporters when they were coming off the plane back to San Francisco that he is officially hungover. Um, <laughs> Clay Clay was running through. I saw like, that and like literally tripped and tackled someone. Yeah. Um, and then Draymond Green was just running his mouth which is pretty impressive for a guy that averaged six points and six fouls in that series. How many tackles did he average in the per, <laughs> per game though? He keeps the tackles to the court, which is, which is good. The Celtics turnovers were insane. Insane. They said Jason Tatum had a hundred turnovers the entire playoffs together. He's the first player ever to have over a hundred turnovers. Wait, 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 himself. He had a hundred turnovers in this series. In the, oh, no, the, the entire playoffs. That's astounding. <laughs> that is astounding. I mean, like, yeah, it's, that's really bad. I mean, cut down on those by 20%, and let's say you get, like, points on half of those possessions, right? That's, like, 20 more points. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 the Celtics will be fine. They just need a point guard who doesn't turn the ball over. That's If I was yeah. the GM, that's what I'd be identifying. Oh, you have a player with a hundred turnovers, and you deducted that. It would be Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a good series, right? I mean, it was. It was, it was, it was good. A good series. It was good. I, I think that. I think the, the last NBA, game was kind of a letdown. Yeah, I think the NBA has a problem. The games aren't close. Like I don't know how to fix that. Like it seems like the way the games are being played, like they just. They're too good at shooting. They're too good at 
like there's just nothing to keep the games close. Even even refereeing, um, they try their the three best. Point line. What? Get rid of the three point line. I'm I I've been thinking more and more about that. Right, and that everything's worth two. You can shoot from wherever you want. Yeah. Well, how, that'd be or move it or move it back. Yeah. Half court shots only. Just move it back in the in the top of the the top of it. Yeah. Like push it out. There's no really room in the at the corners, but that's fine. Just move it back. Yeah. Yeah. Move it back two three feet. See what, see what happens. See what happens. And then change it back next year. Um, the only thing I have a basketball is if one of our friends uh raised the rim. How about that? Raise the rim. <laughs> was Matt Fink was talking, he gave me a call the other day, and you know, he listened to our, our Adam uh podcast. Yeah, and he he's like, Oh, you gotta get me on. I got a I got a very insider pick. Um, next year's NBA draft, whenever it's available, there's this seven foot two Frenchman um, that it w- is going to be drafted first, without a doubt. And well, that- no, the the guy who uh, there was somebody this week who uh, just went from like sixteen plus sixteen hundred to like plus four hundred. No, this is next year's draft, not the one that's tomorrow. Oh, Paolo Banchero. That's not who you're talking about. No, that's the Duke forward. No, I'm talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. I'm talking about this this random guy that that the Fink is all over. Um, because he thinks he's he, he told me he thinks he's Adam Sandler's character in the movie Hustle. Um mm. going over go scouting oh, the God. overseas um by Instagram. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, I had fun betting on basketball. I, I think I made money betting on basketball this year. Overall, playoffs. I mean, those, those futures were big. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was. It was kind of gravy for me. Uh, won 150 bucks on the Warriors. That was good. Yeah. And look, I said it on day one. 2019 Warriors can't beat them. Can't beat them. Can't beat them. <laughs> So, all right, basketball was good. Hockey has been good. I really hope the Lightning win tonight. Um, just to, just to, I, I would love a game seven. Like, you know, just who doesn't love a game seven? I've got Lightning plus one seventy in the first period, minus half a goal. I love that. Minus half a goal. Okay, so they have I love to be that. to the tie. Up by one. Just got to just gotta be up by one after okay. the first period. I can see that home crowd get them juice going. Right? I have. I mean, they scored six goals the other night. Yeah, they, they did. I actually – I have the Lightning um, uh, minus 110 tonight. Just win all out. Um, that was even money. So I was like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah, um, like, I like that 170 odds for the first – if they're favorites overall and you can get them plus 170 for the first period, that – yeah, at home, feels pretty good. Yeah, um, I have nothing. I, I that series, I don't. I mean, the only thing that's that's come out is that about hockey that I, that's noteworthy is the Oilers. Um, Mc, was it the the good guy McDaniel's or McDavid? Um, yep. he got caught cheating. Um, in like, on on the on the gram. So or not on the oh. gram, but someone vo- photoshopped him with someone that who is not his. Wife slash girlfriend. I don't know. Wait, photoshopped him? They no, they, they took a photo of him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. And they blamed it on they said they were like, Yeah, that wouldn't happen in uh that definitely wouldn't have happened in uh Canada because you know, hockey players, you, you gotta respect their space. But he came down to the United States and, and that's when he got caught. 
Yikes. 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 Uh, all right. So we're talking, we've been talking all couple weeks about we have to spread out the sports. So we're going to go back and forth, Pat. What is okay. the, the sport you're watching this week? Okay. We have got, you know, it's actually not this weekend, this week, but uh, it is next Monday. I will be uh, on vacation with my family next week. Um, we'll probably, we can probably do a pod still, but this is a 4th of July pick, a week early. Because the line's looking really good. You got to get it before it moves. Get it while it's hot. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Like I said, we got to dig. You got to dig deep. Uh, You may need to get a special friend uh, to find these lines. Not all the big, the major books have them. But Joey Chestnut is like odds on favorite. He's like minus 3,000 to win. So we're not going to do that. But Joey Chestnut over under is. 74 and a half hot ones, glizzies, 74 and a half. I will be taking over 74 and a half dogs for minus, minus 115. And here's why. Uh, early in his career, nine years ago, he was averaging about 63 dogs per, per hot dog eating contest. Not great. Whatever he has been doing, I don't know how they train. I've heard they like eat just a ton of lettuce to expand their stomach. He has gone in the last five, 72, 74, 71, 76, 76. So he is improving. In the last two years have both been above the over of 74 and a half by, with a dog cushion, with a one dog cushion. So I think you take over 74 and a half dogs, Joey Chestnut, uh, he's on an upward trajectory. I think he will break the elusive 76 dog barrier, uh, and you'll be going home with some money on Joey Chestnut. Okay, that's on the men's side. On the women's side, there's a woman's side. Uh, <laughs> Nikki Sudo. It's not this Nike. Is, no, I spelled it wrong in our notes. It's, I think it's, it's Nikki. Okay. Nikki Sudo. This is my, it's almost too good to be true. This is my absolute stone cold, stone cold Steve Austin lock of the year. Nikki Sudo under 50 and a half dogs. Oh, she's not a big person. She has never topped 48 and a half dogs, which she did last year. Almost seems like a fluke to me because the year before was 31, the year before that was 37. Uh, so I think under 50, 50 and a half dogs for Nikki Sudo is, uh, is no brainer. Also minus 115. Um, in 2016, she came in third place in the Boysenberry Festival Pie Eating Contest. She did eat nine and a half pies in eight minutes, which is a lot of, a lot of pie. That's, that's a lot of fun. What I, yeah. so I got to ask you a question then of, I'm sure I'll have the answer of the competitions. What food eating contest do you think you would be the best at? Oh, funny. I was just about to ask you that. Oh, um, I'll answer. Um, so there's a lot of them. I mean, some notable ones here, pumpkin, meat pies, gumbo, bratwurst, chili, hot dogs, obviously, uh, 
What are some other ones here? Uh, wings. You know, I, I think a wing eating contest, I would do really well. I love wings. You think, I think, it, I, you could I think it helps to eat foods that you like. I, <laughs> I would say so. Would you agree with that? I would, I would do that. Um, oh, gyoza? Tacos? Tacos. I think, see, I can't eat more than three hot dogs or I get a stomach ache. So I would be very bad at this. Um, but I think my my big one would be, I see you have gumbo here. I think I could put down a decent amount of gumbo. I love gumbo. Yeah. I don't know how the, they do the portions of that, but I agree. Oh, oysters. That would be fun. That's fun. gross though. That's gross. That's gross. Yeah. Like what if you have a bad one that has shells in it? Yeah. That's, that's gross. I don't know. Oh, uh, the deep fried asparagus eating championship. I do, I do not want to do that. That sounds bad. Imagine she, how your pee smells, though, at the end of that one. Oh, my God. You're just like, get out of here. Uh, oh, the Magnify Credit Union World Ice Cream Eating Championship. Sign Ooh, me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Sign dude, me. she ate 13 and a half pints in six minutes. That's that's far too much ice cream. I I, like, eat my ice cream, like, comically slow. Um, yeah, me too. Because me too. I just, I really, I really enjoy it. Um, maybe Hard that's the, eggs. maybe that's the problem. You can't enjoy it too much because then you're like, "Ooh, yeah, great flavors in this this uh, this gumbo," you know. Dude, this girl's washed up, man. She's been eating. <laughs> she's she's been eating since 2013. Well, she's. I mean, ha- she's been eating since she's born. Um, competitively. Since oh, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. She's just coming into her prime. She's <laughs> just coming to prime. All right, so. Nathan's is crazy. Um, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back. I got some sports that I think we're going to talk. We need, we need to bet on. Um, I have, I I'm going to get into the college world series a little bit here. Um, I got Arkansas plus plus one twenty five versus Ole Miss night in the losers bracket. Um, they do a classic winners losers bracket over in, has in that game world started series. yet? Yeah. The game's going on. I don't even know the score. Um, but I think that sec college baseball games are like sneakily, like a blast um oh yeah they look they look awesome they look they and they, they seem to be getting more fun every year um old miss does this thing where into, sorry to be clear this is the this is not the losers bracket it's the it is the losers bracket but you can still get to the finals yes because it's a double elimination right so yeah so at old miss does this thing where all the students like hang out in right field and they all like, I don't even think they're in the stadium, but they have, you know, they all have like tailgate beers. And every time someone hits a home run, they just like do beer showers. Like the entire, the entire right field just throws all their beer oh in my the God. air. Um, it looks like an absolute blast. And then like the other fun thing is all those SEC football players that, you know, like the stars, um, some of them are oh, like, they're good athletes and are like pretty good at baseball too. So you'll see yeah. like the defensive tackle for Ole Miss also like hits absurd home runs or like Jameis Winston played right field uh, on the, after winning the national championship was the right fielder for the Florida state baseball team. So that, and that's a fun, fun thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to get into that, watch the rest of that game tonight. Um, I don't know who I'm going to be rooting for uh, overall. I, I think maybe I'll just ride Arkansas to the whole thing. Um, but you know, I, I think that that that's going to be that Omaha is going to be rocking the next couple of nights. Sweet. There's, there's I, I'll left. watch that. Yeah. I'll watch that. Uh, yeah. College World Series. Definitely. 
becoming very popular. Yeah. So tell me about cricket, Pat. I don't know a lot about it. Um, <laughs> besides it's on at 6am tomorrow morning and you can bet on it. Okay. So England is plus 100. New Zealand is plus 230. Look, I don't know. Some of the cricket games, they're like two days long. I don't know what this one is. It's a test. It's a te- chess cricket. Uh, so I'll be taking England plus plus 100. Uh, I have no basis for that. Like literally none aside for wanting to wake up tomorrow and have a little cash on the line <laughs> on, on English, the English cricket team. Yeah, I'm, I think that's a good bet. You know, New Zealand, they had, those, yeah, I do. Uh, the New Zealand, they had a lot of um, time to think about things in the pandemic. Like you weren't allowed to leave. Um, so I don't think they've been getting a lot of competition internationally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really not going to bold well for them. Yeah, I think that's that's great logic. Uh, that I don't know if it makes any sense or not, um, but I will be taking England, and we will follow up on that. And maybe we can have uh, no, we're not going to do that. I was going to say we could have our, our friend Mike on to explain cricket to us, but we're not we're not going to no, do that. No. Uh, sorry, Mike. All right, uh, do you have another one for us? I do. I'm going to go to the USFL. I fo- oh, nice. they they've finally gotten to DraftKings, which is very exciting. Um, so I it's the playoffs. Um, so I'm glad that one of these leagues is actually going to make it a full season. Um, that's pretty much the, the most exciting thing about it. Uh, so I'm going to go underdogs, underdogs. So I'm going to go with the Breakers from New Orleans over the okay. Birmingham Stallions. Um, they're moving the games from Birmingham to Canton, so it's the first away game that the Stallions will ever play. Um, and they, the breakers have the best quarterback in the league, Kyle Sloter. And I think that's really going to make the difference. Um, and then on the other side, the Northern bracket, I actually have the stars over the New Jersey generals. I don't root for Philadelphia that often. Um, but the stars are hot and the generals still are running the Philadelphia stars. Yes. That almost seems like a, um, a knock like a like a slight to the cowboys a little bit i get that they're very their logos are very 80s vibes like you can okay. it's they got a cool look um but they have case cookus from uh northern arizona university uh playing quarterback and the generals have louis perez who started playing quarterback in community college uh down in texas about a couple of years ago and he's been a mainstay in these USFL, XFLs, mm-hmm. AAFLs. Um, so he's got a lot of experience, but I don't think he really has the leadership to win this game. So I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Stars and the Breakers to meet each other in the the uh, the championship of the USFL. I see no fault in your logic whatsoever. Yeah. Have you watched uh, any USFL games? No, not one. Not one. Was this the playoffs? This is the first round. So there's eight teams, four teams are in the playoffs. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Is there going to be a second season? I think so. Renew it? I think they're going to renew it. I mean, they have a lot of TV deals um, with Fox and everything like that. So I, I think they've done well enough that, they, that they're that they going to make it happen. And hopefully it doesn't. the whole season doesn't happen in one location. That would be a really nice turn of events. Yeah, yeah. Um... All right. 
I see you have some you have some golf bets. Here, oh yeah, I also anyone care about the travelers. Well, I've won two tournament bets in a row, winners. So right, I just got to keep it going. We keep, keep it going. going. So I'm going my five picks of the week. Um, I'm going to go Rory again. Love he's it. Playing so well. I'm yep. going. He's plus eight hundred. Tony Finau, your best friend, plus thirty five hundred. The Leishman, Mark Leishman, uh, plus five thousand. <laughs> Uh, Sammy Burns plus 1600 and Seamus power at plus 2,500 um, power has been in the mix way too often. I think he can sneak in and win. Um, and he's a tremendous value. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. Love it. Love it. Well, we are winding down the core sports by this time next week, we will likely have only baseball of the big four left. Uh, no Polly Mac parlayed today, but there's a lot of, we got to a lot of other things next week. Uh, we'll definitely get you a Polly, a Polly Mac. Parlay. He's got a new strategy, so he'll, he'll Ooh, give it don't, to us. All right. Don't, don't, oh. we'll save it. Save it to next week. We'll, we'll bring out the new strategy. We'll put some bets in. Um, until then we got travelers this weekend. There's no F1 this weekend. Max is just kind of running away with it. Uh, Hot dog eating contest is next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, cricket tomorrow, tomorrow. 6, 6 a.m. And the lightning starts uh, nine minutes ago. Lightning nice. and abs nice. nine minutes ago. So uh, hopefully everyone can listen to this and then uh, maybe put in some live bets at halftime when we get it out in uh, an hour. So um, that's that's a wrap on week 15. Congrats to us. Congrats to us. 15 weeks of the receding money line and we will talk to you guys all next week. Uh, good luck.